Hey, everybody. No, I'm going to take that again. <laughs> yeah, you should. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't commit to it. I didn't feel that one. No, I didn't feel it either. I didn't feel like you were happy that I was listening. We should probably get into it after he does the head. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Hey, everybody! We're back! That's nice. We're back for another episode of the Harmonics Podcast. It feels like it's been forever since we've done a show. It does. So much so that we blew the intro. No, no, they don't need to know that. Clean first take. I just like yelling at different volumes so Joe has to adjust on the fly. <laughs> this is great. I can actually see what Joe's doing for once because he's usually behind us. Well, it's We're just not... like the one big knob that says like <laughs> podcast and he's either turning it left yeah. or right. It's like in the, the Wrath of Khan, that big metal knob that they have to turn for the Genesis device. Wow, look at the jeez, Louise. Doing... Uh, he's really Joe doing has it. zoomed his screen so it is literally one giant knob. Pretty good. Uh, so yeah, we've done a couple shows here and there, but they've been like recorded weeks ahead of time and in tiny groups, so we haven't been here. So today I've got Aaron and Annette and myself and Joe, as always, uh, and we're in one of the smallest rooms at Harmonics. Yeah. Gonna, it is nice and quiet, though, and I'm glad it's not hot as balls. Mm-hmm. No. A lot of the times in here, it's like hot it's really as great. balls. You wait until it gets uh, prime summertime. Oof. It's going to be muggy in here. I, uh, I had lunch today at Mary Chung's, one of our favorite eateries in, in the, the mm-hmm. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, is this helping with the way I'm swinging my chair and getting closer to the mic and then further away? <laughs> I need you to <laughs> shout when you get closer to the mic and then get really quiet when you go away. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I don't know what this clued me into. I think, oh, I said, how's balls? They had a special that was Porky Fish Balls. Uh, porky no. Fish Balls. No, thank you. Is that Porky Pig's porky. real last name? Yeah. Fish balls. Yeah. Porky, porky fish, balls. fish balls. That's what they called me in high school. Oh. Don't like it. Porky oh. fish balls. A lot of bad memories. <laughs> oh. We're a little bit loopy because I think we're all still exhausted from our 18-day sprint of oh. running a Kickstarter. Oh. Oh. It's been a long yeah. sprint. It was long. Even like for such a that. short amount of time, it felt like three years. Uh, for everyone that says doing a Kickstarter is just free, easy money, you go right to hell. Yeah. <laughs> You go right to hell. That's right. right to hell. It is definitely neither free no. nor easy. No. It's barely money. No. <laughs> it's, I mean, I haven't seen any I of it. I think that it was delivered to us in bitcoins. <laughs> yes. So depending on your opinion of bitcoins. Uh, so the way we've talked about it uh, a little bit internally is when we have a launch day or an announced day for something like Dance Central 3 or even Rock Band 3, uh, it's definitely one of those all hands on deck type of scenarios where Everyone on the publishing team, uh, everyone rallies together, and everyone like helps makes the like make this thing a reality and kind of like break the news to the world. Uh, but this was 18 consecutive days of launch days, yep. uh, where we really did rally everyone in the company, uh, mm-hmm. people that are not usually involved in publishing or promotional efforts. Like everybody really busted out. Everyone did the thing where they changed the their icon and their Facebook page photo yep. to be the amplitude thing, which is. I didn't think would actually happen. Yeah, you know, Twitter feed was like, like, couldn't tell anybody apart yeah. anymore. We would yeah, have conversations on Twitter. It looked it was like just one person talking to themselves. It was themselves. awesome. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. Uh, a lot of people signed up for uh, social media just so they could help spread the word. I had an artist who I will not name on the show uh, who approached me um, about two or three days in. And he said, Aaron, you know about Twitter. What's the difference between a tweet, 
a mention, and a hashtag. Was this Sasso? And it was not Sasso. I would call him out <laughs> on air. And I said, this is the most adorable question. Let me help you. Oh, amazing. That's so cute. Yeah, yeah. The, way, the way everyone at the company rallied around it, uh, coupled with the way everyone in the community co- uh, rallied around it, was really crazy. Because mm-hmm. if you followed it, we had a great first day. Great first day. And then second day was okay. Mm-hmm. And then... It was a rough couple of weeks in between there. Right to hell. And I think up until the last couple days, I was still like, well, this was Uh, a fun experiment. Not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, And then it shot up in those last three-ish days or so. So an emotional roller coaster. It really was. And I've had a lot of people during it or towards the end when they could see the, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel being like... I want to see the TV movie of this Kickstarter process. <laughs> it's got a good narrative it's just to be it. Us, us throwing up for yeah, roughly an hour and a half. Yes. It was like stress eating cakes and just crying yep. pretty much the whole time. Yeah, you did. Send yeah, us you a sent cake. us a cake, and cake. that was on the road. That was the other stressful thing, and that was on the road for most of it. Yeah, and it uh, sucked because I wanted to be here and uh-huh. see what the hell was going on. Instead, I'm like reading frantic emails and like, what is happening? Yep. Nick uh, was also on the road. Drake was on the road. It was. Oh, a, a mess. You know, goofballs. A lot of goofballs. We do have a lot of projects going on all at the same time. So that too. All yeah, it's things. not like this is the only thing that any of us were working on either. So we did a lot of live streams, mm-hmm. like three a week for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. At the end of the day, to play Amplitude. Yeah, we did a six-hour live stream that <laughs> yep. telethon yep. in the last week, and then Impromptu did another like three-hour one. Mm-hmm. Whew. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna charge so a lot per of minute. crazy content, and then Pope was awesome and helped like wrangling the uh, bunch of updates for the for the pages. or like audio clips and like a that was style that was really cool and... too. In terms of we were talking about the company rallying around the team on the Amplitude team, like mm-hmm. we would send Chris Deck with a camera to their desk and just be like, "Okay, talk about what you're working on." And every day he would shoot these new videos that we'd post as updates. And it was, Shout out to Chris Deck. Yeah, right? this was exactly like as stressful as it was. That's ex- exactly the type of Transparency, I think we wanted to do for a project for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, at least crossing my fingers, I hope during its development, it'll be the same. Yeah. Like, we're, we have to, you know, we have to do regular updates for our backers yep. throughout the project. And I hope it'll be more of that behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think Chroma helps set the stage for that a little bit in terms of just getting the dev team more directly involved in uh, in interacting with the community. Yeah. And I think that uh, the Amplitude team saw how well that worked, mm-hmm. uh, and that was kind of the attitude that they yeah. took into uh, the Kickstarter. Yep. And even now, like, in conversations of, like, okay, so we did it. We have to make this thing now. Yeah, now yep. everything else happens. Uh, so, yep. you know, and even in those conversations, they're like, oh, how can we get the backers involved in X, Y, and Z? And it's just like, hey, that's really cool that they're that's already thinking about that, that. Yeah, it's good that they're thinking about it. it that way. Instead of being like, well, we took all your money, bye. Like, we actually, you know, want to make sure <laughs> yeah. you guys are involved in the process. So we'll have some pretty pretty cool stuff coming up. Which Did you guys see, this is coming out Friday, but we're recording on Wednesday. Today, Reading Rainbow added a Kickstarter. I saw that. Saw that. Yep. I need to read pretty that cool. page. It, uh, they're asking for a million bucks. Whoa. Okay. Last I checked, which was before this podcast, they were only at like 40000 which is not great. Is it a 30-day one? 35 days, I think. 35-day joint. Well, which if like... we can do it, then <laughs> literally anyone can do it. I mean, there's an entire generation of people, all of us in this room, I would assume, grew up with Reading Rainbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the nostalgia thing yeah. over again. 
So those people better pony up some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's super cool. I think it's neat. That is part of the cool thing. I always wanted to run a Kickstarter, and now that we've done it, like just being in the guts of it and seeing how how it works and how much of it is genuinely just like magic slash bullshit. Yeah. It's like we could do this thing and see if it makes something happen, or maybe it won't. Yep. And it was like us doing a lot of that sort of experimentation of like, what can we do to help people like get more involved, answer more of their questions, yeah. like. Sort of throwing every idea we had at the wall and seeing what's stuck. It's really cool to be able to see how much of a difference that makes, though. Yeah. Because a lot of what we do is that kind of ephemeral, like it's it's more qualitative than quantitative. And we can yeah. say, this podcast, oh, for we example. went to a show. Yeah, this podcast. We mm-hmm. can say like, all right, here's how many people listen to the podcast. But it's not a thing that we can convert easily into like, here's how many transactions yeah. this podcast mm-hmm. equals, which is not the intent of it. Like we want to be able to do the show and, yep. and share information and like help connect to the community. Um, but that's a very hard thing to put uh, a value on. Mm-hmm. But the Kickstarter... I think it was really educational to be able to see, all right, days when we didn't do anything like a huge push, like yeah. we didn't do an update, we didn't do a live stream, those were the lower days yep. in the yeah. valleys. And then when we like hustled and like hauled ass and got like friends to help spread the word and everyone in the company rallied behind it, like that's when you saw those huge spikes. Yep. yep. Um, that was fascinating for me to be able to see that a direct, that, correlation, that direct yeah. correlation in the real time uh, results. For sure. Stuff that we were doing. This definitely felt like a weird research, research, resource management, like time management game of like, okay, if we move these pieces over here, then this is maybe the outcome we'll get. But then if we move this around here, like it's constantly watching and checking in and making sure like things are moving in the right direction. I'm surprised some indie developer has not kickstarted a game about Kickstarter. I think the guys who made Frog Fractions made one. Really? Mm -hmm. Really? (laughs) I remember finding it right before we started this, and I'm like, in case this potentially stresses me out and scares me away, I will do this after the Kickstarter is over. Good so call. I'll send that around. But I believe that they did make one. Good, good call. Um, yeah, it, it's it's intense, and just kudos to those groups making Kickstarters with just like two people, yeah, and creating really sweet, ambitious projects that are awesome. Because I can't imagine you're sleeping at all. Yeah, I I was thinking about that too. How I mean, a lot of these projects are tiny teams. Yeah where the people making the game are also the ones who have to run the Kickstarter. So, like, how do they have any time during their 30 days or whatever mm-hmm. to do anything but the Kickstarter? Exactly. Just answering questions. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Like you got to have someone on hand to answer questions constantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. When do they even get to start working on their game? Yeah. Like, I've been, you know, following the super hot one pretty, uh, for a while now. And What's that the one deal with that one? Funded, I think. I think this weird, like, time based like shooter thing it's like a really weird art style. oh yes that looks awesome yeah it looks Where sweet things only move or time only moves when, when you, you move, move. Yeah. oh right yeah yeah i saw that that yeah. looks really cool it's a really cool concept and i think it funded already uh I so they're already so. Hitting, it was like, around the same time as ours yeah so they're like crushing their stretch goals right now so good you know congrats to those guys um yeah it's it looks really cool but it's like a you know small team working on this and making really sweet assets and i'm like you guys are like whoa they really planned that shit yep because like, i mean i bet too a lot of that is just like planning so far in advance because you just have to have this stuff ready but at the same time there's so much stuff that happens that you don't expect yeah that you're just like oh shit how do we fix this yeah like, exactly mm-hmm. yep uh, every day was sort of like a scramble yeah, super for reactionary. some specific thing that popped up mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah so all of the respect for people and the small teams that do it mm-hmm. yeah, do it well 
Because, I mean, they were the ones kind of that we looked at for mm -hmm. best practices and stuff. Yes. Just crazy. Yes. Yes. Uh, so now an Amplitude game is going to happen. Right? That's something a week ago we couldn't have said. Right? Ah, oh, it's like a dream come true. Yeah, Amplitude is like one of your favorite games, yes. right? Yes, 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 yes. And it was kind of crazy because during this whole thing, um, one of the Game Informer guys, because well, I used to work there, so one of them found an old blog post that a community member wrote and sent it to me, and it was just basically like how, at, in 2011, wrote about how I convinced this person to buy Amplitude after seeing me play it on my, like, goodbye GI video <laughs> uh, where we did a music game marathon. Uh -huh. Because I love music games. So the last, I think the last game was Amplitude, and, and the, this kid was just like, wow, this is crazy. So I wrote this whole long thing about how he found a CRT and a PS2 and, like, <laughs> played it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this happened in 2011. I wasn't even working there yet. Like, that's so crazy. I you like did it. You made it my happen. My life came full circle. And just to be part of, you know, an effort to bring this game back, like, my yeah. I was over the moon about the whole thing. It was, it's nuts. And I'm so glad it worked out. I was, like, really nervous. Yeah, I think we all were. Oh, <laughs> man. Just for my own personal selfishness, like, make this game happen for me, uh -huh. please. I really want, I've been wanting this game forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm really psyched to see where it's going to go. Like, the whole narrative idea. Mm -hmm. I talked to a bunch of the outside composers that we got on board, and, like, a couple of them are really psyched already about the idea of, like, custom making a track Absolutely. that fits into this Get them on the world. podcast Yeah. Too. Oh, right? yes, totally. All the guests. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, yeah, in case you were under, living under a rock and missed our barrage of messages last couple weeks, uh, people we have aboard to help out currently are Jim Guthrie from um, Sword and Sorcery. Love that. Uh, and this is people who will be contributing songs to the game. Um, C418 from uh, Minecraft. We've got uh, George and Jonathan, who are, like, awesome. I don't think they've currently done any game stuff. But uh, they were recommend, recommended to us by Anamana Gucci, who are also on board. Also. Uh, we've got uh, Danny B, Danny Baranowski. He's done a ton of stuff, including uh, Super Meat Boy. Yay. And am I forgetting? Freeze Pop. Freeze Pop, oh, right. Cassin uh, as Symbian Project. Cassin will be doing a thing. And Freeze Pop will be doing a thing. That's pretty they exciting. To Not too shabby. Yeah. We had some contributors come in yep. toward the end uh, yep. from the fine folks at Insomniac. Yep. Thank you. Right. Uh, who, I have to listen to that song. I haven't listened to it yet. It's insane. Is I it? actually listened to it when I sent around that list recently, and I was like, wow, that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> who, yeah, I forgot the name of the song. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they're, they're going to contribute a song for us. And then the, the team at Skullgirls oh, right. are offering Unfinished Business, which That's is right. really sweet. Yep, and then I think a couple other people also contributed songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like contribute to the tier where they can submit a song. Yeah, Wef Jebster, uh, an RBN oh, artist. That's right. Um, he, I mean, awesome that Insomniac and Skullgirls pitched in, but that's like oh, like yeah. an organization and a group <laughs> yeah. of people. But for for individuals yeah, who are willing very, to put in, like cool. that is hardcore. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you so much, and we're you know. Everyone's super excited to work yep. with you. Totally. It'll be super fun. And, yeah, the bulk of the soundtrack will be a lot of original harmonics music, too. So, it's you know, we have a lot of really sweet guests coming on, but yep. it's definitely going to be pretty harmonics heavy. Yeah, the, the the concept that you might have heard in the last podcast is that the whole soundtrack is almost a, a concept album where the, the story of the game is told through the music, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and we've heard great response to the, the tracks and the bits of the tracks that we've posted to our backers. Right. And then we the had musicians play on. live yeah. on the, uh, the, the telethon that awesome. played bits of their, uh, yep. their tracks that are in the works. That was rad to hear for the first yep. time. So hopefully now that we actually doing that, that long ass telethon, uh, live stream sort of proved out things that we've wanted to do for a while, which is like have musical mm-hmm. guests. Uh, Joe, I was very impressed because when you're in it, who knows how it sounds. Very impressed to go back and listen to the band that not even just the audio guys from the, the Amplitude team, but the bands that came and played, how well those segments sounded right? based on us having like three microphones. Yeah. We had, I mean, no business sounding as yeah. good as we did, like in a basement Yep, uh, yep. with me holding a microphone yep. up to the guitar. Yep. yep. That it whole sounded day really good. was intense. Yes. It was like a, a fever. very long day. I mean, we had live music. Mm-hmm. We had pies. team members come in. We had uh, so pies. Pie. Had interviews with Alex and Iran. Yep. Iran played the clarinet yep. on the air. We had Barkerville. Barkerville happened. <laughs> all the giant, promise, the giant bomb duders. The giant bomb duders. Jeez. Then pie. Then there was like yep. a pie vote that went on. It was like harmonicsmusic.com slash pie. Yep. People we had the, the artists doing the Amplidoodles, which yes, was live oh Amplidoodles. They looked so good. Which they all had tablets and took requests and made really Did sweet. they save those? I or? have most oh, of them. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I put them all in the question. I think Dane Chase saved a lot of those too. Good. Yeah, there are, I lost a lot of GGs, which were Ugh. awesome, but th- because she didn't save her stuff, she just kept deleting them afterward. Like, no! Um, but I have the rest all saved. I grabbed them. Incredible. She put um, up a flicker thing or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also had uh, the phone line open. Yes. And we're Skype calls. So that's another example of something I've personally wanted to do for a long time. It's just like getting our shit together to actually set it up, uh, and it actually worked really well. Yeah. Um, like, minus the couple of times where the audio was super wonky. Yeah, some technical we were, difficulties. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that's a thing we'll do going forward in our live streams. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Call in call and in. chat. and uh, <laughs> It was actually really fun to hear the voices of people that I've seen on Twitter for it, years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, We're, we've been really lucky with our community, I think. Yeah, we got a lot of really nice calls. People were just, like, not even asking questions, but just saying really nice things. And we're like, oh, my God. Uh, on the the second long stream we did that when we were funded, uh, someone called in and was saying how much he liked uh, that handsome devil. And Naoko happened to be in the room, and she lost her mind. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, that's my bed. <laughs> uh, everyone had been drinking, by the way. <laughs> What? Talking about drunk history. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was bonkers. Like uh, having having people like Dave Lang call. Dave him. Lang. Yes. Um, Dave Lang and uh and uh and P. Tibbs, Phil from Young Horses, uh, were both super helpful during oh, yeah. the entirety of the campaign. Yes. Like being able to weigh in uh, and speak with authority about game development and talk about yep. their own experience uh, with uh, with what it takes to make a game or implement multiplayer, yep. uh, things like that. Like that that helped, I think, lend a lot of credence to uh, to, to a lot of our reasoning. Like to be able to explain, like, hey, these things, this feature. Like I know it seems just like a feature, like a checkmark on a box, but. It's a it's a really hard, expensive thing yeah. to do. Yeah, we asked Dave. We just put him on the spot when he called in, which was I think he was doing as a goof. And we're like, "Hey, you're the CEO of a company that makes games. How much would you set aside to do online multiplayer?" He's like, "Online multiplayer should be half of your entire budget." Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, "All right, 
Mm-hmm. Point proven. Uh, so thanks to Dave. And yeah, Tibbs was all over Twitter helping message. Yeah. Just the cost of making games is so much. Tons of, of tons of other devs, like whether they were people that had, you know, successfully run Kickstarters or have released their own games or, I mean, other indie devs, like everyone was so unbelievably supportive. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that made... That's the only thing I think that kept us sane. That yes. the press was so enthusiastic about it, um, and Support, that uh, yeah. and that other devs were were so good about supporting it and yeah. uh, and giving us help, and uh, and that the community was really so into it. Um, because yeah. it's like it's it's this was their project. Yep, like they made this happen. You made this happen. You yes, made I did. This happen. Me? Well, you, uh, you the, a little bit, Pope. Oh, you, you, you the, listener. the listener. You, not yes. you, you. All yeah. of you. Thank you. It's true. Seriously. Um, so yeah, we're gonna uh, we're we have our content meeting today. Yeah, so figure we're out we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling content yeah, to you backers so you can see what's going said, on. What now? Yep. So we're working on it. <laughs> yep, we're not gonna forget about you. No, uh, it is gonna be a crazy couple of weeks with E three. E three and other things that we're also yeah. making, but we will you know we have all of the attention for you and yep. we'll answer your questions. So please keep asking them and please keep being nice. Some of the nicest people ever. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Kickstarter page, just being like, "Hi, I, I did this wrong. Can you help me?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, you didn't call me like an asshole <laughs> for this service that I don't have any control over." Yep. Thank you. Unexpected. Wow. Very unexpected. So please keep being nice, um, and we will help you with whatever questions you have, and we will keep you in the loop. Yeah. With all of the cool stuff. More cool stuff to come. Now this game is actually a thing. Yeah. That's gonna it's start coming thing together. That people are gonna have to make. Yes. In this company, and we are very excited to make it. Yep. And. You're letting us make it because you made this happen. So thank Pope, you. Pope is? You talking about me again? Pope or? made this happen. Thank you, oh, Pope. Yeah. Oh. Pope, not, you're, you're my hero. Not you, the listener. Me. <laughs> you, you it's Pope. about me. It's all about Pope. <laughs> well, on that note. Air Pope story. Uh, it is a shorter show this week. We're sort of scrambling to get a bunch of stuff done. We want to get more uh, so, updates out yeah. to you. So we're going to go do so that. So I think we're going to slightly transition to the end of this oh. thing. And is next show... Next, next year. Yes. E3 is not next week. The but next the show week is after. the week of E3, which should be an action-packed episode. Well, meaning a show that we'd have to record in advance if we wanted to, to right. air during E3. So it'll either be an action-packed pre-recorded episode, or it <laughs> won't happen until the week after. So we should remember that today when we talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Hooray! Hooray! Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much again to everybody who backed us. Thank you, you thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. So we'll be back in two weeks with more podcast and more cool stuff. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>